What if you could build a business that gives you the life of freedom you deserve? What if you could find the secrets to marketing, leadership, customer service, and other aspects of business that help you exceed your goals? What if you could walk away from your business for 30 days and it never misses a beat? That's what this podcast is for, to help business leaders like you find freedom from the day-to-day grind and start spending your time doing the things you love. I'm Levi McClendon, and my co-host is Josh Taylor, and this is the Cheers to Freedom podcast. Welcome to the Cheers to Freedom podcast. I am Josh Taylor, and I am with my co-host, Levi McClendon. Levi, you look good today. I like the blue shirt. Thanks, man. Just breaking out, just trying different colors. It's always like dark colors. My kids always give me a hard time because literally I wear like black, gray, or white. (laughs) So trying to mix it up a little bit. We have a link to a a wholesale uh, t-shirt company. And so I just bought a whole bunch of different colored uh, t-shirts to see which ones I like. So you might see more variety on me later. Well, that's a new shirt. I like your shirt. Turn around real quick. We got to show off this shirt. That's pretty cool. We'll probably be wearing this at the show. One of these shows, membership marketing for car washes. I like it. I like it. New shirt. I don't even have one of those. Nope. Thanks, Josh. That's why I got it and wore it today because you don't have one. So I figured we wouldn't be wearing the same shirt. <laughs> we wouldn't wear the same shirt. I don't want to be Twinkies. Well, uh, we are today talking, we're continuing through this uh, this process of going through the StoryBrand framework, uh, because this is something that you and I have been really passionate about. Uh, obviously, you know, I've been doing this for, for five years now, taking businesses through this, and then uh, partnered with you guys and came on board uh, to really specifically help implement StoryBrand with a lot of our customers and obviously with our company as well. And, and it's been a game changer. It's been a game changer for me personally. It's been a game changer for our business. Uh, and, and you've talked about that. And so our last episode, we kind of gave a high level overview of it. And now we're going to go actually through each part of it and spend one episode for each part. So these will probably uh, maybe be a little bit shorter episodes, some of these. Um, but we're going to try to define each part of the story brand framework and uh, hopefully help our customers understand this. But uh, if you really want to dive deep into it, uh, obviously, uh, this is going to actually air on the second day of the Southwest show. Uh, so if you haven't stopped by our booth and you're listening to this, come by. If we have some more story brand books left, come pick one up uh, because they may go fast. Uh, but if not, just go to Amazon and buy Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller, and you can dive really deep into this framework. So today we're going to be talking about two things uh, about the customer and the character, the aspirational identity and what the character wants. So are you ready to dive into that, Levi? I am, Josh. And I want to give a real quick high level of of the seven part here. I'm just going to to go through them real quick. So what you have here, so for those who haven't listened to maybe a previous episode of this, or have not read the book here. You have a character, uh, which is your customer who wants something, right? Who who then has a problem, um, who meets a guide, who the guide gives them a plan, calls them to action that then results in either success or failure, depending on that call to action and if they take it. So this is really exciting. We did the overview on the podcast before this. So you, uh, if you haven't listened to that, we recommend that you do kind of get a real 11. high level. Episode 11. Thank you, Josh. And so now we're just going to take this and go deeper into the weeds on each one of these. Um, and so we'll start with the very first one. And so Josh here is our resident uh, expert in story brand, which again is uh, super just awesome having him on board. Again, this changed 
my life and the way that I do business and think about life a few years ago. And now to have him on board with us, kind of taking OpSpot through this. And now we're helping our car wash owners, our customers uh, go through this. And so um, so today we're not going to talk about the owners of our car wash. We're going to talk about their customer, which yep. is the character. So Josh, yeah. tell us, I'm going to let you kind of roll with this. I'll, I'll chime in a little bit, but uh, it, you know, you and I talk about when, when we do the, the brand script for some of our customers, and I know I told you I was going to let you roll, but hang on one second. Um, this part is probably the most challenging, difficult part in the story brand framework, right? In the seven part framework, I think this is, this is the most challenging. So if you get this right, then the rest of it pretty much falls in line. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. And it's challenging because this is the part we tend to overthink and, you know, defining what our customer wants. Uh, and, and again, where the story brand framework is inviting people, it's using the power of narrative transportation to invite people into a story to take them somewhere because the human brain is compelled by story. You know, we get on marketing and and we do, we do different marketing things. And I I think that we're, most of our marketing is not inviting people into something compelling and people want to be invited into a story. They want to live out a story because that's what they're doing every day that they wake up. And so the first part of the framework is really asking two questions. The first question is, what does your character or your customer want to become as it relates to your brand? And then the second question is, what does your customer or character want? Uh, what do they want as it relates to your brand? And the problem that we have with this is one, we either define too many things that mm-hmm. our character wants to become or that they want, um, or we really overthink this and we try to get cute and clever with the words that we use and then we end up using insider language or it's very nuanced and, and we're causing our customer to burn too many calories, uh, which we know that if our customer has having to burn too many calories and think about what we're trying to say, they're just going to move on because we live in a, a squirrel brain society. Uh, so that's really the first part of the two questions that we are trying to ask. Um, it, it seems Josh, when I hear you talk about that, I'm like, it's a car wash. It's a customer that wants a clean car. It's not rocket science. Yeah. It, you know, that's the first thing that comes to my head. And I think some of the owners out there, some of the guys listening to this are going to be like, like, how, how does this even apply or pertain to us? Because don't the customers just want a clean car? No. Uh, on the surface, that's what they want. Uh, and, and we're going to dive even more into this when we when we start talking about the problem and the three levels of problems in the next episode. Um, but I uh, truly believe that companies that participate in the transformation of their customers win in the marketplace. Your customer, I mean, and you you watch any story, I mean, any movie or read any story, and the main character, which we talked about last time, the 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 hero of the story is your customer. The hero in the story is not the same person they were in the beginning of the story when the story ends. So mm-hmm. you think about Star Wars. I'm a big, you know, I love Star Wars growing up. Luke Skywalker in the beginning of, of, of episode four, if you're a Star Wars fan, I don't want to mm-hmm. say that wrong because Star Wars people take that seriously. Uh, but in the beginning of episode four, uh, Luke Skywalker is not the same even at the end of that one. And certainly by the end of the trilogy, He's not the same person. There is a transformation that happens, and that's what people want. They want to, uh, we call this the aspirational identity. We want to give our customers 
something to live into. We want to invite them to become something, something that they want to become. And this doesn't have to be super complicated. Uh, but one of the things that I say is you can't be all things to all people. You've got to be able to define who it is that your customer wants to become. And then the one thing that they want as it relates to your brand. Um, and so, you know, if your customer is looking for a great deal, well, then you're, you're probably not going to be, you know, the premium car wash. But if, you, uh, if you're able to sell yourself on the lowest prices in town, your character wants something. There, there's somebody that, that wants a great deal. Maybe the aspiration is they want to be a savvy car owner. Um, you know, something let's, like that. Let's, let's go into that a little bit deeper, Josh. Give me some different characters, right? That want different things. Cause I look at a car wash again and my first thought is, oh, this, I want a clean car. But you just talked about somebody who maybe wants a great deal, right? So give me several um, examples of people who maybe want something different from a car wash. Yeah. So it, it, it might be somebody that that's uh, the, the aspiration is they're savvy or they, um, you know, they, they are, they spend their money well or good stewards of their money. And so they are not looking for the most expensive. They're looking for a really great deal. They want to feel like they got a deal. Um, and so they're not as focused on the experience as they are on the price. Uh, and so that's how you identify what your customer wants, but maybe it's somebody that, you know, they they had this aspiration of being really important or the aspiration of status. And you could probably tell that even by the car that they drive. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're driving, a, driving a, a, a luxury vehicle rather than a Honda or something like that. So they have this aspiration of looking and feeling like someone important. So they're willing to pay a little bit more to go to a wash that makes them feel that way. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and and so those are those are two completely different types of people who are looking for two completely different types of car washes. And, and, and so you have somebody who is a bargain, you know, the bargain shoppers wants a good deal. And, mm -hmm. and we, there, there's some, a lot of books on negotiations and negotiating. And part of one of the, I, I can't remember the name of it. I, I read it not uh, maybe about a year ago. They talk about understanding your customer and what are they, when you negotiate, what are they looking for? Is it a right. deal? Is it the last word? Is it is it making the first move and kind of understanding that? And I think when you understand your customer and you know this is what you provide for them, and if it is a good deal, if that's the type of car wash that you are, it, I think it's challenging, Josh, to be the the good deal car wash and on top of that, the premier you know, expensive. I mean, how do you, and, and that's probably what you're talking about when you say you can't be both, right? You can't yeah. really be both. If you're trying to be both discount, then you're probably yeah. not serving both of those customers as best really as you well. can because, yeah, because if you're, you know, uh, for example, I went to one of the new car washes here in town just to try them out. It's a new brand and I'm a member at another one, but you know, I'm, I'm would, because of what we do, I like to test these different places out. And, uh, and so I'm coming through, it's a great looking building. It's, it's, it's a really cool looking brand. And I paid extra to get the buff and dry at, at the end. And, and I've never gone through a car wash that had that as an add on. So I'm like, Oh, cool. So I'm not going to have to get out and dry my car because it looks like this is going to take care of it. Well, I went through it, paid for the paid the extra four bucks for the buff and dry came out. My car didn't look any drier than it normally did at any other wash. And it aggravated me. And it, and it wasn't because necessarily my car was still wet. It was because I paid extra for my car not to be wet. There was that expectation mm -hmm. that was set 
And, you know, and so if I'm looking for a premium experience, mm-hmm. I'm going to expect really great service. I'm going to expect mm-hmm. attendants that are going to be around to kind of help and do different things. But if I'm looking for the best price, then I'm mm-hmm. not looking for expecting five people to jump in my car when it comes through the tunnel and dry it off mm-hmm. because I, I know that I'm going to get what I paid for. Well, and I think, like I said, it's an expectation. If, if you didn't expect that, you would not be disappointed. Um, I, I, one of our customers, the name of the, the car wash is like, I, I, I don't want to say it. It's like, you know, uh, ultimate, premier, premium. It's some, the name of it, 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 it has this implication that it's like a high status, really nice cars, like premium type of quality. And one of their questions to me was, hey, we don't just wash really nice cars. We we wash every car. We want, but but they they in the name and in the 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 logo and everything they did, it just if I just had kind of a crappy car that I didn't really care about, but I, you know, wanted a good deal and I wanted to come, I would not go there. And so right. we were trying to help him educate people that, hey, we'll wash, we'll wash any car for a discount. But I really feel like if people are going to you know, in this space, we talk about, you know, you just talked about, are you going to be the the premier, you know, car wash company? Are you going to be somebody that gives excellent service? Are you going to be, you know, there, there's customers out there that just want fast, like mm-hmm. they're in a hurry. Um, you know, they don't have time to mess around. They really don't even want to talk to you. But yeah. let's say that you are offering a, a pretty good deal on a wash, but, but your deal is, is, you know, just being fast, right? Like, you're just cranking cars through and yeah. your menu boards, maybe you only have one option, right? And it's $9.99. And, you know, so to me, that would be, you know, something after kind of talking to you about this, like if I were to offer that, that's something that I should then promote is we are yeah. the fastest car wash in town. And that's the expectation. So you don't want somebody pulling up and waiting in line all day, right? Right. You want people busting through getting their, yeah. their, their car washed. Is that, is that yeah, accurate? yeah. And, I, and I think once you define and figure out what that aspiration is for your customer, then figuring out what it is that they want becomes a lot easier. Finding identifying that aspiration is difficult. And so, you know, you can think about like a mom, you know, what is the aspiration for a mom? Maybe she wants to feel like a really good mom or a put together mom or an organized mom. And so, you know, a lot of moms, especially moms of toddlers, you look in the backseat of their car and it looks like a bomb went off and and maybe that drives moms nuts, but they just don't have the time to keep up with it. So how can you, but they want to, and they, they want to, they want to be that organized mom. So how can you speak to that mom uh, to say, you know, we're, we're here for you to help you become that organized mom because you don't have time to do it all yourself. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we've got a team of people that will vacuum out your car and we'll pick up out, get out all the trash and we'll get the gum unstuck from the carpet, whatever it might be. But you speak to that aspiration. And now that mom knows here's the car wash that I need to go to because they're going to help me mm-hmm. feel like the person I want to be. Um, and so, you know, and, and, and we, so we need to use words like organized, peaceful, elite, world changer, stylish, sophisticated, um, you know, wise, you know, these Mm. are, these are aspirations that people want to become. And then when you identify that, then you can get into, um, you know, answering the question, how would your customer want to be described after using your product or service? What is that transformation that Mm -hmm. happens? And then what is it that they need? Mm -hmm. And really Mm -hmm. it's the want, but what is it that they Mm -hmm. need? Mm-hmm. In order to become that, well, they need mm-hmm. 
your wash, whatever it is that you're offering. And this is where we just need to be as simple as we can and not overthink this. You need, you need a wash that can get you in mm-hmm. and get you out as quickly as possible, or you need a wash that's mm-hmm. going to spend time making your car right. look as important as you are. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, you know, right now the express washes are the ones that are really growing and, and uh, popping up everywhere from, from what we're seeing and hearing. And, and those are a lot of our, mainly our business comes from express, express wash owners, but right. you'd still have full service, right? They're, they're full service. And I believe the full service meets a major need, right? There are yeah. some people that don't want to do a thing. They want to pull up, they want to get out of their car. They want to go sit in the lobby and they want somebody else to do everything yep. for them and come out to a nice, shiny, clean, amazing yeah. car. And so my recommendation to those full service washes is to not try to be both, but mm-hmm. to be specifically hone in on, we do it for you, right? Yeah. Relax, enjoy. You know, you talk about those words that, you know, what what are, what are they going to be when they're done? They they were relaxed. They came in, they left They're they're They feel amazing in their nice, clean, fresh car. And they didn't have to lift a finger. Exactly. It, and, and opposite of that, you know, when we were on site doing some on-site um, brand script stuff and some consulting, I was doing some interviews and, and, and there were a couple, several times when I was talking to, to some of the ladies, especially, and to them, honestly, Josh, it was therapeutic. Like they loved, they just like, we love to come and vacuum and clean. And honestly, it was like, it's time away from the home. Maybe they have kids, maybe the kids are at school, they drop them off, but get to know your customer, right? Who that customer is, and then play on that, you know, be like, Hey, we offer, you know, whatever that looks like the the right Mm -hmm. tools to, to, to actually gain some sanity for the rest of your day, because you actually have alone time. I know that's, I never would have thought of that. Like yeah. you have this alone time at the car wash. So yeah. it was it was interesting to to hear about what why people are going to particular car washes. Well, and and you talk about the full service, uh, and and in certain parts of the country, full service is more prominent than express washes. Express washes yes. are still a new thing in in some parts, and so we have uh, several customers that are full service. And our, the very first on site that you and I did uh, to do a brand script was with one of our full service customers, and uh, and 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 he was very clear. You know, I'm not trying to compete on price because we are one of the more expensive, if if not the most expensive, car wash in town. But I want people to know that they're going to get a premium experience. And so we actually use that word premium Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. their messaging, uh, Mm -hmm. the premium car wash experience you deserve. And then even in their images on their website and through video, I told them it's very important for you guys to show when a car comes out of that tunnel, that there's literally seven people working on that car on the inside and out, making it look fantastic. So you want to give people that imagery of you know, if, if you're looking for a premium experience that's going to take the time to really make sure your car looks fantastic, we're the car wash for you. You're And people will pay extra for that, that want yeah. that. But if you're looking for a deal, we're not the car wash for you. Mm-hmm. And it makes it very easy for them to know who their customer is and who their customer mm-hmm. is not because they can't get everybody. And yeah. if they try to get everybody, they're going to lose. Yeah. And there's, there's a couple of schools of thought too, on even the memberships and the pricing. And, you know, there's, there's battles out there of, Hey, 
we do unlimiteds for nine bucks a month and people are like, well, how are you even doing that and making money? And some are, you know, averaging, you know, $25 a month, 35, mm-hmm. some are 40, the full service are even higher, but those express washes, um, you know, and, and you have to, as the owner say, who are we? Um, can we, you know, obviously if you're doing the $9 or $10 a month, then you're going to be about volume and you're going to be about speed because the more you can put through, that's the only way that you're going to actually create a higher profit is to wash, of course, more cars. But if that is your philosophy, is that if that's your, your end game, then that's what you have to, obviously, that's what you're competing on. Um, you know, I was talking to you earlier, Josh, and something that came to mind to me um, is Quick Trip. So, you know, if you have quick trips in your area, the QTs, um, you know, I know when I go to quick trip, I love it because I'm a person who I don't, you know, mosey around. I I don't go into a store and look around for stuff. I've got purpose. And if most of you guys know me, I got a lot of, a lot of kids. Uh, I got a lot going on running a company and, and I don't have time to mess around. So for me, man, I see a quick trip. I'm there because I'm not standing in line. You got one cashier that's handling like four people and there's like no receipts, nothing. I use Apple Pay on my watch, you know, my watch. And it's like, I love it because I can pop in for a cup of coffee, a drink, one item, boom, in, out, done. Mm-hmm. And they're clean and they're nice. And, and I like it. You know, that opposed to Bucky's. Okay. <laughs> Bucky's is phenomenal, but you don't go to Bucky's to go to get go one quick. cup of coffee. <laughs> Just getting in through <laughs> right? their parking lot is going to take a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's this huge, amazing experience that you're going right. into. But both of those satisfy. They really do the same thing externally. <laughs> I, I can get gas there. I can get a cup of coffee there. Of course, you can get more at a Bucky's. But even at Quick Trips, now they're serving food and different things. But but they know who they are. And that's right. what I love. And we talk constantly about you know in and out Burger. What do you get at In-N-Out? It's the same menu all over the country, the same burger, and it is so simple. And they kill it. Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. same concept. And so to me, it's so exciting. Uh, it was exciting for OpSpot, right? So when we did this, and Josh, you helped me, uh, we, we walked through the, 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 the framework, right? The brand script. Josh helped me before he was even um, on with a, a, a partner here with OpSpot. Um, he walked us through the it brand script. A job. Yeah, it did. Because, but it was so exciting when we found out, clarified who our character is, what do they want, and let's hone in on them. And once you do that, the dominoes then begin to fall. And it's so exciting for even our customers. Man, the when we're meeting with them and the, the light bulb goes on and they're like, oh, this is it. And now everything follows suit from offline marketing, advertising, messaging, their websites, their signage, their calls to action. And now it's all in line and it makes sense because they're setting the right expectation, not just for their customer, but for their team and their staff. And when you get everybody on board and everybody knows the mission and the vision of your wash, and that now gets relayed in everything that you're doing, the success follows and it's super yeah. exciting. So, well, and, and, and you become more than a car wash because when you are, when you are helping people transform, when you're helping your customer become something better, 
then now you do have a mission. And so it's something that you can, it's a mission that you can align your, your team around. So we do more than just washing cars. We, you know, we help people, you know, with one of the washes that, that we worked with, their mission was to make people that every, every person that Mm -hmm. came through their wash to make them leave happy. They had a happiness guarantee. So even if they were having a terrible day, their mission was to make people smile. And what a great mission. You know, we're not here to wash cars. We're here to make people happy. And, and that's a big deal. Uh, and that is a story that not only your employees can get behind, but your customers can get behind. So to wrap this up, two questions that we've got to answer and we've got to be able to answer them simply. Uh, if, if our customers have to ask, what does that mean? It's not clear enough. So uh, the two question is, what does your customer want to become as it relates to your brand? You can't define a whole bunch of different things that they want to become. If you've got different types of customers, then figure out an umbrella aspiration that your customers can fit under what is it that they want to become and then what do you offer and it's and it's it's got to be simple it's got to be to the point and your customers don't need to have to say well what does that mean if they do it's not clear enough so don't cause them to burn calories and that is how we define the first part of the story brand brand script is uh is what do uh defining what does our customer want to become and uh and what do they need in order to become that as it relates to your brand yeah, absolutely. And, and and like Josh said earlier, come by the booth if you're listening to this here. If not, uh, we will be at the ICA show in Nashville. We'll also be giving out um, books there, but come by early because we'll have a limited uh, copy. But um, as you read this, as you really soak this in, I think you will understand how important it is to define these, especially your character. And this is going to help you walk through the entire framework. So, um, Josh, uh, thanks again, uh, for sharing with us. Um, I, I know, I think we're going to leave some people kind of wanting more and I think that's okay. I, I think yeah. we want you well, guys to next to dig episode into is the problem, which is to me the most yeah. important part of the brand script. So yeah, make sure yep. you get next week's episode. It's, that means if you're not subscribed, subscribe, and then you'll get notified when next week's, uh, when, when all these episodes, episodes drops. Drop. Yep. Awesome. All right. So next time we're going to talk about, like Josh just said, the character with a problem. So we'll define that problem. We'll help you uh, hopefully overcome uh, that problem or objection that your cu- character or customer has. So, all right. Once again, uh, Cheers to Freedom episode is wrapped up. Josh, thanks for uh, taking us through this. And until next time, cheers, right? All right. Have a good